0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today as we break down the Islanders' 4-1 win over the New Jersey Devils at the Nassau Coliseum last night. A solid victory for the Isles, and we have a lot to talk about with regard to that game. We will also have the latest updates on the COVID situation how it affects the Islanders, how it affects some of their opponents coming up, and we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a full preview of Sunday's game in Newark against the same New Jersey Devils. So, lots to talk about on today's show. Now, if there's something Islanders-related that you'd like us to talk about, feel free with a, a comment, a question, a topic you'd like us to discuss. Feel free to send us an email, the email address lockedonislanders. At gmail.com. And if you'll leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. And we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. So, a 4-1 to one win for the New York Islanders uh, over the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, even before the game got underway, uh, things started to break in the Islanders' favor. First announcement was that Josh Bailey, who, as we told you on yesterday's show, was on the COVID reserve list, uh, was now removed from the COVID list. And, as we've said... Uh, Just because they put you on the COVID reserve doesn't mean you've tested positive. It may mean that uh, you tested once positive and they test you again to double check. It could be that you had close contact with somebody who tested positive. There are a number of possibilities as to why they would place somebody on that list. So uh, just before the game, a couple of hours before the game, the Islanders find, find out Josh Bailey was good to go. And then uh the Devils get some bad news. Their starting goaltender, Mackenzie Blackwood, he was added to the COVID-19 list. So they had to go with Scott Wedgewood in goal. And look, Wedgewood, you, you say what you want about him, and he played okay for uh the Devils last night, but you know, he is not really as experienced and not really as good of a goaltender, Uh, and, and it definitely was demoralizing, to say the least, for the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, the Islanders got off to a very good start in this game, and the first period, I have to say, was really the kind of period that the New York Islanders want to play. First of all, the Islanders clearly figuring out that after the second game against the Rangers and after the uh tough defensive struggle against the Boston Bruins that they needed to shoot more. And you know, you could almost hear Barry Trotz saying that uh in the locker room or at practice uh after that Bruins game and the Islanders listened and got the job done. First period 15 shots on goal. They outshoot the Devils 15 to 6 and they really controlled play. This was really an Islanders kind of a period where the Devils were unable to get the puck through the neutral zone at the center of the ice. They had to go wide. And anytime they tried to go toward the center of the ice, the Islanders cut them off, uh, turn, created a turnover or an errant pass, and they regrouped and went back onto the attack. So really, the Islanders controlling the, the uh, tone of the game and the pace of the game early, and it pays off. Matthew Barzal getting his second goal of the year, uh, a little less than five minutes in, 4.43, uh, Bailey and Dobson with the assist, but what a rifle shot, just inside the post, just underneath the crossbar, and, you know, I don't know if any goalie could have stopped that bullet of a shot, and again, when it comes to Barzy, you want him to shoot the puck, he had five shots on goal in this game, and that is the kind of thing that you really want to see from Matt Barzal because he's so talented and shooting the puck more is going to mean that he is going to get more uh more goals and more he's going to be more of a dominant player. Now, the Islanders continue to control the tempo for most of that first period and then they get to increase their lead in the final minute. And goals in the final minute of a period, usually they're very big momentum changers. And this one was for the New York Islanders. A little backhander by Jordan Eberle, his first goal of the year. And I love the way this got set up. Matthew Barzal uh, creates the turnover Anders Lee makes a beautiful little chip pass while he's being checked, sets up Eberly and he backhands it home at 19:39, and the Islanders go into the uh, locker room after the first period, not with that one nothing lead where you got to be careful. And and uh, you know we dominated, but we're only up one nothing. No, they dominated and they had the two goal lead, and that made a big difference. All right, we've got a lot more to talk about here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll talk about the second and third periods and some general analysis as to what the Islanders did so well and some things they need to work on as well. Uh, We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and we'll look ahead to uh, Sunday's game in New Jersey against the Devils. Lots more to talk about on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, if you knew the Islanders were going to beat the Devils, if you knew that before the game started, you could have made some real money putting your money down on your convictions and betting on the New York Islanders. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. You've got the Islanders and all the NHL. you got the NBA in full swing, AFC and NFC championship games coming up this weekend. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. That means if you deposit $100, they'll give you $50 into your account for free. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget Islanders fans, betting on the Islanders, or any team for that matter, doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. So the second period, by far, not the best for the Islanders. And Nathan Bastion got uh, a goal just 2 minutes, 10 seconds in. Ty Smith the only assist, and it cut the Islanders lead to two to one. It also ended Simeon Varlamov's streak at 142 minutes and 10 seconds, where he hadn't given up a goal yet uh to start the season, and that is a new Islanders record for sure. Uh, you know, first Islanders goalie to get shutouts in back-to-back games, and now uh You know, through three games, he has given up exactly one goal. You couldn't ask for more right now from Simeon Varlamov. He is just playing off the charts outstanding hockey. And yeah, the Devils really, they didn't control the pace in the second period, but they played a much better period. The Islanders sort of took their foot off the gas a little bit, did not bring the same intensity and dedication to their style of play in the second period and it ended up uh costing them a goal and they stabilized things by the end of the period and end up still holding on to that 2 to 1 lead after 40 minutes then in the third period that's when the Islanders again took Control. Travis Zajac called for a hooking. Nice play by Bevilier to draw that penalty, and the Islanders end up coming up with a great goal and a quick release by Eberle. It's a power play goal. Dobson and Barzal with the assists, and uh, it comes at 156, and it's three to one in favor of the Islanders, and then the power play strikes again, Brock Nelson, his second, a great little deflection in front of the net, uh, great hand-eye coordination by Nelson on that one, the shot was taken by Nick Letty, he got one assist, Jean-Gabriel Pajot, the secondary assist, but Nelson was in front, there was traffic, he was in those you know dirty areas where you want somebody during a power play and he gets the deflection that he wanted so badly. That makes it 4-1, to one, and the Islanders really were in control after that. Now, as far as Nelson goes, he took a nasty hit in the closing seconds of the second period, had a lot of blood all over his uh, face shield and all over the ice, and uh, totally accidental P.K. Subban Uh, clipped him a little bit there uh, with a check. And I I believe, and I would have to watch the replay again, but it looked like uh, his helmet actually is what ended up cutting him, maybe his face shield or visor or his helmet. But it it was a real uh, scary moment. And when Nelson came out to start the third period, first of all, All All-Islander fans exhaled, and second of all, uh, he had a nasty looking gash, uh, and he'll probably have a, a pretty awful scar, uh, from that incident, but overall, the Islanders finish this game with strong play, they control the tempo, and they end up winning the game 4-1, to one. Islanders outshoot the Devils 35-31, to 31. Simeon Varlamov 30 saves, uh, a 968 save percentage. And yes, out of the three games he's played, that is his worst save percentage of them all. Two goals for Eberly, a goal, and two assists for Matthew Barzal. And uh, we mentioned he had five shots on goal that led all Islanders players. And as far as ice time goes, you know, when you've got a lead like this and you're controlling the tempo, uh, you you roll your four lines a lot more evenly. So no Islander forward had less than 10 and a half minutes of ice time. And Matthew Barzal led all Islanders forwards with 18 minutes and 43 seconds of ice time. Ryan Pulak, twenty two seventeen on ice. He led all of the Islanders. Scott Mayfield does not figure in the scoring. But he is the only Islanders player who was a plus two in this game and uh, Noah Dobson, two assists, a plus one, seven blocked shots for Noah Dobson, Matt Martin leading the way with six hits in 12 minutes and 26 seconds worth of ice time, so a strong all-around game for the New York Islanders, and they get two power play goals, which was absolutely huge, and you know, the reason when you look back on those goals, uh, you know, one of them, like I said, Brock Nelson, he was in the dirty areas where you get deflections and redirections. And then Eberly, you know, just again, good movement of the puck leading to that Eberly goal where they were cross ice passes and they find the open man and a quick release by Eberly and voila. And you know what? I am liking the way Noah Dobson is moving the puck on that power play unit. When he gets a chance with a little extra space and time, he really can set things up. He's not at the point where you sit there and say, wow, he's an elite uh, power play quarterback, but you do see the potential uh, for Noah Dobson to gain that role and, and grow into that role. And that's a good thing. No lineup changes, by the way, for the Islanders. They have kept that same lineup for all four games so far. And when you look at the record, 3-1, and you certainly can't complain about the fact that the lineup has remained the same. Obviously, uh, if there was a problem with Josh Bailey and he wasn't able to go, that would have changed things. Bailey, by the way, he had the assist and was out there for 15 minutes and 38 seconds of ice time for the Islanders. So, a 4-1 win for the Isles. They are now 3-1 on the season, and uh, that basically puts them in second place in the uh, East Division. They are one point behind the Flyers, who have uh, a 3-1-1 record, but of course the Islanders do have a game in hand and uh, just a lot going on right now for the Islanders. We have more to discuss when we get back. The Islanders uh, will be taking on the New Jersey Devils. We'll talk about that. Plus another COVID update that will affect the Islanders next week. That and our Islanders birthday of the day still to come. Stay with us on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hey, Islanders fans. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues, breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcasts wherever you get podcasts. Time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And it's a very happy 59th birthday for New York, former New York Islanders forward Greg Gilbert. Islanders drafting Gilbert in the fourth round back in 1980. He had a 40 goal, 108 point season for the Toronto Marlies of the Ontario Hockey League. And he played four playoff games with the Islanders in 1981-82 part of that third Stanley Cup run and then was a full-fledged member of the team for their fourth and final Stanley Cup win in 1982-83 his best offensive season 83-84 31 goals and 66 points for Gilbert but he was more known as a checking player and a and a two-way forward Uh, but he certainly did have the ability to pitch in offensively. Stayed with the Islanders through the end of the 87-88 season, and then during the 88-89 season, was traded late to the Chicago Blackhawks, played there for a few seasons, was with the New York Rangers when they won the Stanley Cup in 1994. So Gilbert, one of the few players to win a Stanley Cup with both the Rangers and the Islanders, and then finishing off his career With two seasons in St. Louis, 837 games, 150 goals, 378 points for Gilbert. In his NHL career, 133 playoff games, 17 goals, 50 points there. And Gilbert could put the puck in the net. We're going to go back to one of his finest games, Islanders and Devils, at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum, February 25th. 1984, in goal for the Devils, Ron Lowe, while the Islanders countered with Roly the goalie, Roland Malanson, and the Islanders got off to a quick start. Greg Gilbert, a power play goal, just 4.09 into the game, his 22nd from Mike Bossy and Brian Trottier, 1-0 Islanders. A little more than a minute later, Trottier, his 31st from Paul Boudelier and Mike Bossy, at 5.22, and it's 2-0 nothing. Islanders Paul Gagné uh, with his 11th of the year from Tim Higgins and Murray Brumwell, 10:48 of the first, 2-1 Islanders after one period. In the second, Anders Kallor his ninth from Clark Gillies and Stefan Pearson at 8:32, three to one Isles after 40 minutes, and things look to be going well. But in the third, Greg Gilbert scores twice, his 23rd from Trachier and Bossy at 36 seconds. You sandwich in a Wayne Merrick goal from Nystrom and Dennis Potvin. And then Gilbert, his 24th, Trottier and Bossy at 356. That completes the hat trick. Dwayne Sutter, a power play goal uh, at 551 from Bourne. Bob Bourne and Stefan Pearson, rounds out the scoring. The Islanders with a 7 1 win over the Devils uh, in this one. Melanson with 25 saves. Uh, for the victory, a hat trick for Greg Gilbert, and he did that on three shots. Mike Bossy four assists, while Brian Trottier had a goal and three assists in this game and led All-Islanders players with seven shots on goal. But a, a great moment for Gilbert playing on that top line uh, in place of Clark Gillies, and we wish Greg Gilbert a very happy 59th birthday uh, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. So, some interesting news, well, interesting may not be the right word, but some difficult news for the Washington Capitals, but it is news that will help the New York Islanders. Four Capitals players will be out of the lineup for at least four games uh, as a result of violating the NHL's COVID protocol, the Capitals organization fined $100,000 by the NHL for, quote, social interactions among team members who were in close contact and who were not wearing face coverings. So the four players in question, Ev- Evgeny Kuznetsov, Dmitry Orlov, Ilya Samsonov, and yes, the great eight, Alexander Ovechkin, and that means that those four players will be out of the lineup next week on January 26th and 28th when the Islanders play the Washington Capitals. So that is something that I think, uh, you know, will help the Islanders uh, when they meet the Capitals next week, and hopefully uh, none of them test positive under the circumstances. Meanwhile, uh, as far as the Islanders are concerned, Sunday, they will take on the Devils. I don't think we'll see any major uh, line changes for the Islanders or lineup changes, barring any injuries or positive uh, COVID situations. Interesting to see whether or not the Devils get their goalie back, Mackenzie Blackwood. Scott Wedgwood was okay. He played pretty well for the Devils, all things considered. Couldn't blame him, uh for much of those goals. Also waiting to see if Nico Heishire, uh returns to action. He is a big addition, obviously, if the Devils can get him back. This game will be in Newark. I would have to think the Islanders stick with Simeon Varlamov, but it's possible, going up against the Devils, that maybe they let uh, Ilya Sorokin get his first planned start of the season and we'll see whether or not Barry Trotz leans that way. Tough to not ride uh, right now. Simeon Varlamov, although you don't want to tire him out, but the fact of the matter is, you know, here's a guy who's playing lights out through the first three games, and you have today and tomorrow off before your Sunday evening game in Newark. If you want to keep riding the hot hand, he'll have plenty of rest, before Sunday night's game. The only problem is, you know, how long do you want Ilya Sorokin to go without playing? Islanders played a solid game, got the victory, and everybody in Islanders country has to be very happy about that. That's going to do it for us today. Hope you all have a great weekend. On Monday, we'll be back with our next show, and we'll have a full review of Sunday night's game, and we'll start to look ahead to the games against the Washington Capitals next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.